When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. For international money transfers at your fingertips, choose Western Union, the fast and reliable way to send money to loved ones. Plus, new customers can enjoy a $0 transfer fee until October 31st when sending money online. Visit westernunion.com or download their app to get started today. Services offered by Western Union Financial Services, Inc., NMLS 906983 or Western Union International Services, LLC, NMLS 906985. Term supply, FX gain supply. Hello and welcome to episode 99 of Right, uh, this episode I'm talking to Maurice Gone, a young Irish comedian, up and coming comedian, comedian. Um, that I uh, had a chat with in the Central Hotel in Dublin last Friday, Friday, Saturday actually, uh, just before she headed down to the International Bar to do a gig. And uh, yeah, we had a good old chat actually after, we did it in, I did it in the lobby, I just brought my little Zoom and a couple of mics, we just chatted quietly in a corner just off the lobby. And um, just when I was leaving, packed up my gear. Maurice went off to do her gig. I just packed up my gear and I was heading out. And the manager goes, excuse me, did you ask for permission to do that? I said, no, I didn't. It sounds like very rude. You should ask for permission. Which is, you know, it's kind of a bit weird. I said, okay, I'm sorry. I just said, I'm sorry. And I left. But we were just chatting. Now, the fact of the matter is, we were recording that chat, but apart from that, we were actually just sitting in the hotel lobby chatting, and not very loudly or anything like that, and I didn't ask anyone to be quiet or anything like that. Anyway, I just thought, you know, it is just a chat. The fact that I record it, surely should that, shouldn't that be up to me? But um, there you go, whatever, you know I mean? No one's going to, uh, I suppose he may have a point, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, 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 send me a letter to draw it. Uh, so uh, I'm in. I'm in Macau now. Macau is just near Hong Kong, just off mainland China. I'm sitting in a hotel room. It's in the morning. I'm looking across a kind of a muddy river. 
there's a kind of a swampy bit near the river there's loads of high rises the other side of the river loads of casinos macau is like the the uh las vegas of china just loads of casinos um we did a gig last night in the roadhouse bar and it was good good went there with uh carl spain and patter murray and we had a good old gig and woke up again early we arrived in hong kong yesterday i think it was yesterday no it was not it was the day before yesterday and um stayed one night in hong kong but me body clocks all over the all, all over the place so we're all three of us are waking up at half three or four in the morning and then you know i'm gonna end the breakfast at half six and uh Oh, and then there was a running, there was a park and a running track in the park, just opposite the hotel in Hong Kong. So I went across there, went for a run. It was like a rubberized track for ru- jogging on. Although most people were walking on it, but a few people jogging. I jogged around there 40 minutes in this amazing park with loads of people doing Tai Chi type exercises. And some of them just doing the slow movements. Old ladies, like, and it's just brilliant. And some them doing more kind of dance type things with little uh, flower type things others with swords presume not real swords but doing these slow movements with swords ah it was beautiful amazing it's just amazing that people just do that you can just go down to the park and do these tai chi and there's ladies who are like in their 70s 80s out there doing that um had a chat with a fellow who's 60 and he was just amazing full of life he was uh, after doing a run and he was telling me you know just eat do your run and soup he said he was telling me soup is good for you just go down to the butchers and get a load of bones and boil them or something or whatever and uh, he, uh, he was giving me a bit of advice anyway and uh, a fella saw a fella kind of muscly dude doing this slow movement thing and he's uh, doing handstand at one point in slow movement so I asked him what he was at because I wanted to you know I'd love to be a muscly fella but uh, he told me what he was doing and I thought it was like I can't remember now what it was called because it was like I thought it was like something like animo fro or something but uh, I've looked that googled that up and uh, it's, it's not that I don't know maybe if I was going back to Hong Kong today on the ferry straight across a uh, about an hour on the ferry and we're staying back in the same hotel so I can go back down to the same park maybe I'll see him again I'll ask him and if he, if I do I'll tell you what it is because he said you can do it in Dublin as well uh, so um, that was it that was that, that was in Hong Kong last week I went out I'm living Drada and I went out just to get something in the shops and I passed this hairy fella with a big beard and long hair I just thought he's kind of cool I just passed him and then he said, Joe, I went, oh, and it was Limo, Limo mainly. And uh, he was playing piano and uh, doing a few songs in the Highlands Gallery in Drada. So he invited me over, put me on the guest list or whatever. So I went over and it was pretty cool. It was a big Steinway piano and he sang a few songs. And uh, then uh, afterwards, he went down to this little bar where there was a, a singing circle means like just a circle of people and one person at a time sings and I was like oh no 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 I'm gonna have to sing a song so I had to sing 
song and that was fine and then it goes round again I have to sing a second song and then a third song by the third song I'd run out of any decent songs well it was good crack there you go Liam O'Mania I didn't realise I'd I'd known him maybe years ago before any of that Hot House Flower stuff uh, it turns out from having a chat so I must get him on the podcast he's a nice bloke so uh, here we are I'm looking down at the river I see a stork a kind of stork kind of bird skinny one with a long neck anyway uh, just you know just tiptoeing around there looking for fish I suppose and uh, on Sunday hopefully I'm going to see Monday because he's playing in Hong Kong Sunday afternoon and we're going home Sunday night but I might be able to see him there so that's my thing that's that's my life man it's my life man there's pot noodle in the uh, in the hotel room two pot noodles you know where the coffee and teas are that's fucking mad China the pot noodles in the hotel room that's like if you stayed in a hotel room in Ireland and there was a little bag of spuds in the corner or something so anyway here we go this is it Uh, Maurice Gohan enjoy Um, so where did you grow up? Here in Dublin. In, in, in Dublin, you're yeah. from Dublin. Yeah, I right. just have an American accent. Oh, uh, a slight bit. You spent some time in America, did you? Yeah, not long enough to have this. A couple of years uh, in Chicago and LA. Oh yeah. But I feel like South Dublin kind of has an American accent anyway. A little bit, actually. I think I had this before I went over. Yeah. Did you watch a lot of American TV, maybe? I don't know. I, I think yeah. it's just like South Dublin all has that um, yeah. annoying twang. But I, like, it doesn't bother me, but it really bothers people. Like People get so angry at my voice. And it's like, it's just a voice. Relax. Like It's like I'm shitting all over Ireland and like, I don't know, the Easter Rising by <laughs> speaking like this. It's like, it's not that important. It's just a fucking voice. Okay, so you think in Ireland people might have a little bit of a like, if you've got a slightly posh voice on stage people take a slight bit of offense to that yeah well i i give myself every excuse going (laughs) for like when i don't get laughs i'm like it's what i'm wearing it's tonight i'm going on and i'm wearing a dress because i was like oh it didn't go well last night because i was like dressed like a bum so i just have to like like i will give myself every single excuse oh it's because you know i sound this way oh it's because i look too good it's too and they're threatened um, oh yeah anything other than just my jokes not being good all oh, right yeah 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 and look I, i've done that myself yeah so i would blame myself for being overdressed yeah or underdressed yeah, I've yeah. spent so much time thinking of, like, what's the right outfit? For, like, hours I've spent thinking of, like, what is the f- <laughs> the outfit that's going to get the maximum amount of laughs? <laughs> I, I haven't figured it out yet, but we'll see. We'll see if a dress does it tonight. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to yeah. put on lipstick as well. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, 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 I'm going to go all out. Wow. Balls to the wall tonight. Okay, maybe I'll check back with you later and find out. <laughs> yeah, I was just doing tears. <laughs> 
So what part of Dublin did you grow up in then? It's the south Ballantyre. side. Ballantyre. Ballantyre, yeah. right, yeah. And then uh, did you go to college here in, in Ireland? Yeah, I went to DCU and yeah. then I went, uh, I did my master's in Amsterdam. Oh, what did you do? Uh, game theory, do you know game theory? No. no. You know the film A Beautiful Mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that maths, that's game theory. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm really smart. <laughs> yeah. So you did honours maths. Yeah. In the leaving. Yeah, though it's such a different ma- like I, I was stupid in my course, but like I'm better than you know average at maths. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I did honors maths, and both of my kids are doing honors maths. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shut up. But, but they they are not go doing anything like intelligent after school. I mean, they're both want. Int- my daughter's wants to go to art college, and my son's doing sound production. He wants to do music, so. Oh, right. It's not like they needed honours maths. They're just doing it for the. Well, my son did it, and now my daughter wants to do one. She wants to be at least as good, if not better, than him. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. And is she? Uh, Who's well, your favourite? Yeah. Uh, well, because they might listen to this, I can't say. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> um, so, did you do any kind of uh, comedy in college or? And no, and no, I've never done like anything creative. Um, and I just always like thought I wasn't creative because uh, mm. I, I like don't enjoy music. I don't enjoy films. Um, really? Yeah, I just don't like. I I think I have ten songs on my Spotify. I'm paying like nine ninety nine a month. My mum is paying nine ninety nine a month to, for ten songs. Like I just don't really. It just stresses me out listening to it. I'm just like don't really watch films that often so like any of that shit yeah i'm just not that into yeah um so no I, I only started comedy in like two and a half years ago when i was living in la and i had no money and i had a friend that was very rich that was just yeah. a friend just sure. a friend platonic friend and he was like oh you, you know you just have no direction in your life um but you seem to like, like really enjoy stand-up comedy and he's like i'll give you um I'll pay you to start doing open mics. You serious? Yeah. And I was like, no way. I could never do that. I could never go up on stage. I just enjoy stand-up. I, I could never write jokes or anything. And then, like, a few days later, I was like, okay, I can't pay rent this month. So I did. I started it. Like, I just went to an open mic. I wrote down stuff that weekend and did it. And then he was like, oh, shit, you're actually doing it. Because he had said he was going to pay me $20 a minute for every minute I oh, do. Wow. And then he was like, oh, like, I'm not doing that. Like, that's outrageous. And then he just gave me $1,000 for for starting it, which is, like, you know, more than I've ever been paid <laughs> since and probably will for a very long time. So it was a financial that's reward amazing. that got me into stand up but then i you know really liked it yeah 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 uh, so what's it like you started in la is it LA? yeah well i just did like oh, i was just probably like a month of doing it there or two yeah. months just doing open mics right um which was like good i liked it but then i came home thinking i was like amazing and was brought back down to earth uh, very quickly by irish audiences what do you think was easier in la yeah. i mean yeah well, I don't know that. Like, are the audiences are more open to? Yeah, I think so. Like, it's more like people are into. It's the same in London. I think like people like comedy, so they go to comedy. Here, mm. I don't think like Irish audiences like comedy necessarily. They're like, I like Tommy Tiernan, and if you're not Tommy Tiernan, <laughs> they're just fuming. So that's interesting. Yeah, there is a bit of that. Yeah. So they go and see who they want to see, uh, and there's only about two people they might see. Yeah. Year. Or, 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 or it's just like part of a night out. I know I have this theory that like Irish people are really funny, so 
then like just in conversation so then if they're watching someone who is supposed to be funnier than them it's like they have to be very very funny because it's yeah. like well i already laugh a lot with my friends so you got to be really really good yeah yeah they might be they're also i mean so i do i do gigs all over the country like in little towns all over ireland so sometimes i mean i think i think me and patrick mcdonald actually i think we're doing gigs from places where we've never been to comedy before right and so they don't have that idea of what how you're meant to behave so if you tell a joke and they, they laugh and then they start to chatting to the friends right. like you did that you did that martin last week remember and you're going like yeah you know, rude yeah. little animals <laughs> 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 no sense of decency no sense of respect <laughs> i had a fucking tipperary or whatever clonmel donegal up there as well yeah, yeah all around <laughs> um yeah so you reckon uh, it's tougher here then to 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 uh yeah but i don't know like sometimes i don't even know if i really believe that i'll just like say words sometimes and then it's like I, yeah that sounds right so i'll be like yeah i believe that. i don't know oh, what about um the type of material you do and is our our irish audiences more into like a type of comedy like stories and rather yeah, than yeah i think so and i think they like yeah. like energetic people okay yeah um which I don't like. This is this is the level I give, and I never ever go above this. This is it's consistent, it's monotonous, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, but also, like you know, there's fault on me too. Like sometimes I'm just not good, so it's not like all of Ireland's fault all the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I think like yeah, they they like more like performers. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Yeah. And what about London then? You think you get better? You get a better reaction there? Yeah. Well, you do? Like, any time I come back, I'm like, I'm too good for this country. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep saying that, and, and I'm sure that will really endear you to, yeah. to the Irish audiences. <laughs> I, the other night I was on, and I didn't take off my jacket, and I was like, I didn't take off my jacket because I don't respect any of you people. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah, it was obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's so beneath me. Right. Okay, that's cool. Um, and do do you like me? You touch on fairly. Uh, you touch on subject matter that's quite dark. Uh, that, that can be quite dark as well. Yeah. Well, like when I started, I was like, I'm never going to talk about sex. That's like so low hanging. Like I'm going. I love comedy. I'm going to respect comedy, and I, that's all I talk about really. Um, so I, I definitely do like. I don't know. I don't like being like referred to as like, oh, you're dark or oh, you're edgy because that seems like you're trying to be that way. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of my material is just uh, darker. Um, but like the, the Fringe show I did, which was about like my dad's suicide, I don't do that in a club. Like that's not going to work <laughs> in the international on a Friday. Uh, be like, oh, okay. anyone got a dead dad? <laughs> I used to try and do it, and yeah, people were like, absolutely not. So um, yeah, yeah, my club set, I think, is. A little bit more uh, mainstream. There's not. There's no suicide jokes in it. Anyway. Uh, okay. And so that show you did about your father's suicide was that difficult to do? No. I mean, <laughs> you, no, really. So when you start, uh, you, you didn't find that difficult to do on stage. No, I I mm. found it. So I did two of the shows at the Fringe didn't go well. Like people weren't laughing, and that mm. really annoyed me. Um, and like I came off stage crying um, 
And I think because it was like, you know, a lot of times you can just say like, oh, they're just jokes. But I was like, this is everything that's happened in my life. This is me. Like, Mm. so if you're not liking it, it felt like a personal rejection. Mm. But no, it wasn't hard um, at all. Um, I mean, I think if you're if you're going to write a show and do a show about your dad's suicide, like you're already willing to exploit it a little bit. Like you're not, you're not this like very fragile, uh, emotional <laughs> person. Cause it's like, you know, you're doing press, you're doing PR about it. Like it's, there's something like a bit gross about it, but no, I didn't, I didn't find it upsetting at all. Did you find, did you, um, find it in any way cathartic or therapeutic? Was that, and um, was there a reason, was that a reason for doing it? Yeah, you know, I when I first started writing it, I was like, this is going to be about my dad. And then it ended up being a lot more about me and like my mental health problems. And mm. it was good because when I got accepted to the Dublin Fringe, I hadn't wrote a show at all. So I had like two months to write this show. Mm. And I end up, what I thought it was, it didn't end up being. And then, yeah, I just like forced myself to think about a lot of stuff that I've never thought about before, which is like my own... Uh, depression or like suicidal thoughts or anything and the the conclusion I came to um that that I did in the show was like quite a negative one but I was like this is maybe the truest thing I've ever done like it felt like the most honest thing that I've ever done Mm. um so yeah and how did you feel about so you did that in Edinburgh yeah no I did that in the Dublin Dublin French and I hope I'm not bringing it to Edinburgh this year um, I hope to bring it next year mm. just because I think it's such a good story that I don't want to waste it before I'm like ready or like funny enough to do it justice because your dad only kills himself once you know <laughs> <laughs> can't go back again the next year the dad's still dead yeah yeah, yeah he did it again <laughs> yeah <That's right. laughs> my mom oh. <laughs> that would be a sequel um, but like is do you think there's a uh, so the, there's a place then for a type of show that you probably see the Edinburgh Fringe but probably can't be done outside of the Fringe mate you can't be done in clubs so there's a different place for that kind of comedy as such yeah I think so I think Edinburgh is more like well, I've never been, but you hear that they just like love a little sob story like that. It's like I lost my legs. I love like, everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's the fact that they love it. Does I mean, uh, yeah, but to a certain extent, some some people will say uh, comedians are trying to think of some tragic event or something tragic happens in their life. Oh, they go, oh, brilliant! I've got an Edinburgh show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do you know there's a balance there yeah like or do you like do, did you feel to a certain extent as you've already kind of said that you're exploiting something in your life yeah a, a bit um mm. i mean obviously i don't mind doing it but like uh, like my mom is a very private person and i don't think she was that happy with she didn't go see it or anything but i don't think she loved like because i did do a lot of press for it and i don't think she mm. loved like opening up the irish times and seeing that um mm. but then i i tried to you know it's a thing that happened to me and it happened to her too it happened to my brother as well but it happened to me so if I want to talk about it I can um Mm -hmm. yeah and like my dad was like a very like dark guy uh well obviously he was like very depressed (laughs) but he was like into like dark humor humor yeah so uh, I like I know uh he would have found it funny that's such an easy thing to say when someone's already dead he would have loved this yeah so Mm. doing this for him but you know, I, I think he would have been fine with it. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um, like, cause I did. Um, I got upset once, <laughs> once on stage when I tried to do something about my mother's death. My mother died of cancer when I was twelve. You know, oh wow. I, wa- I wasn't even talking about. Yeah, I was talking about member having to come home from school and have to be quiet because she was in bed and 
and and I actually yeah got a bit upset. Really, and that was the only time it, I've ever got upset about something I was trying to do on stage. Right. So was it good? That seems like really authentic or something. Nah, it, like it wasn't funny. Right. <laughs> so but then sometimes it doesn't. But the audience were really nice. Yeah. About it. They someone said thanks for sharing or whatever. You know, I said I'm afraid I have to stop and just. But it doesn't always Switch. need to be funny. Like I, I have a friend who said, if it's not funny, make it interesting. So I tried to do that with a friend show where it's like everything doesn't need to be a laugh. Yeah. If it's like makes you think, yeah. then that can count too. As I, at least of some of a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not the whole yeah. like comedy show with zero <laughs>, laughs. Yeah, but like there is a certain like you know the show Nanette, which yeah, I, I watched like five minutes of it. Like that to me is not funny. Yeah. That won the that won the Edinburgh Festival, didn't it? Or a yeah, joint, a joint fr- winner yeah. maybe. And uh, there was a serious point, but it wasn't to me. It, like if it's a comedy festival, surely, yeah, should be funny. Yeah, I guess it's subjective. Like what makes people? Of laugh. course, yeah, that's true. Like some people well. I think are so funny that everyone else thinks it's shit. Right. Yeah. 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 And then sometimes people who a lot of people think are funny are shit yeah so let's name names no? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah so that's, that's what you just said so um uh, are you uh, what's your plan then like for at the moment you're you're gigging around our you're gigging the small uh, like sorry the small venues <laughs> but you're how doing dare you <laughs> the day after international <laughs> women's day sorry. to belittle me <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> emotional. My dad's dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gigging the clubs. I should say. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we just don't really have clubs, do we, in Ireland? The clubs. It's like well, a room yeah, and a sorry, basement. One club. Yeah. So no, there seem to be a lot of uh, clubs in Dublin now, no? Yeah, but they're not cl- like you yeah. know. You go other places, like to London or something. You're like, oh shit, this is a real comedy club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our, our right. mo- biggest comedy club or our most well-known one doesn't even have a microphone. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no microphone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, there aren't. I mean, there's there's one place in Galway, I guess, in Cork maybe. And that's it. So you couldn't make a living out of it. So I mean, it is really ridiculous even to try and think that you can make a living in 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 Ireland. I yeah, I, c- I don't think you like can unless you had like TV stuff as well. I don't think you can make a living doing yeah. just stand up in Ireland. Yeah. No. I don't know anyone that makes a living. Well, unless you you're on TV. Yeah. 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 Um, and is that what you want to do, though? You want to do stand-up? Do you want to be... Or is there other stuff? Yeah, no, I want to do stand-up. Yeah? Yeah, I, don't, I sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> such a dream. Uh, no, I do. Um, but it does feel like such like a far... I, I don't know. I kind of view it. It's like, you know, to get a job, you go to four years of college. So... Uh, I'm trying not to put any expectations on like the first four years of comedy. I'm trying to view it as like, you know, this is it's just trying to get good. Like I don't mm. even I don't even have a solid like 15 minutes that works all the time. Mm. So uh, yeah, right now I just want to gig a lot of places. Um, and like the idea of like going so a lot of gigs, it's like it costs me more money to get there than I make. Right, going yeah. over to the UK, it's yeah. like you're you're going over to like a five minute spot, but then like the idea of like doing that and getting paid for it uh, is so exciting because right. it's so it's so enjoyable to do them like where it's like you know in front of like three or four hundred people and it's like yeah. God, imagine doing this like every night and getting money for it. Yeah, living on it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's kind of like I think the first 
I think the first four or five years are the hardest. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think the first, uh, I just first twenty minutes is even the hardest to write. Yeah. It seems like such a big thing to write that twenty, or if some if you've got ten minutes and then and then you realize you've got double what you have. Yeah. <laughs> that seems huge, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I was very overwhelmed at the idea of doing like an hour. The the longest I'd done before the fringe was probably like fifteen minutes. Yeah. But it almost felt like an hour was easier to do than fifteen minutes because people have like bought into a narrative, like they're more That's willing right, to listen. That's right. Yeah. 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 Whereas uh, in fifteen minutes, it's like there's no time to like get to know you. You just have to be really funny from the beginning. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's even hard to go if you're used to doing an hour to go back down to fifteen. Oh really? Yeah, because I think then you're used to doing an hour. You're used to. As you say, the gaps where it's not funny. Yeah. You're just leading up to something. But you can't do that in 15. Yeah. You've got to just be straight in there and bang, bang, bang. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone bang, bang, bang in my life. It's always like bang, meander, <laughs> lose them a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Try it now, not tonight. Well, I haven't seen you live, actually. I've only seen you on, on YouTube. It looks really good. Oh, very, thank you're you. a very good roaster. Oh, is there is there one of them on I YouTube? You're roasting your boyfriend yeah we've broken up since then uh, oh. or or i peed <laughs> that <laughs> was it something to do with that roast battle no it wasn't <laughs> we were just uh yeah that, that was really fun to do um we we each had like one thing that we weren't allowed to bring up and his one was like don't bring up that my ex-girlfriend had an abortion so i brought it up <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, I have to bring it up. <laughs> but he didn't mind. I mean, I'm sure he did. He broke up with me like two months later. But at the time, he was like, oh, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> but that was fun to do. I really liked doing that one. Um, yeah, those roasts are weird, though, because it's like, you know, when neither of the person is well known, it's like, you're just... Uh, I thought that was funny. Okay, good. Yeah. And uh, I, the video that was taken of it, my... First joke and last joke were cut off. God, I'm so insecure. And I, I, had, b- I had better <laughs> jokes than what, it, than what they'd put in there. Um, I won. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. Do, do you find our, our audiences are a bit touch, uh, touchy? I should, no, I should say, not, that's not the right word. But, they uh, are touchy. They're always doing, ah. Oh, yeah, I'm saying, mo- groaning. I'm saying, Jesus. Uh, yeah, and it's like, I, it's a joke. It's yeah. like, if a joke doesn't work and they're they're so disgusted, it's like I've physically assaulted them. Or I've, yeah. been like, I've punched your mother in the face. And it's like, I just did a joke that didn't work. But they get right. so, uh, but I don't even think it's real. I think they're just doing it because they think they're supposed to. Do you think so? Yeah, anyone that goes, oh, oh Jesus, it's like you're not genuinely annoyed. Yeah, so it's just like, uh, but I just find that annoying when people, no, they don't, they just go, Jesus. You just hear that in the audience. Yeah. It's usually one person. and I get that a lot. Yeah. And it dri- it's starting to, to drive me crazy. Like I'll, yeah. Some, uh, the other night when people were doing it, I just like started making sick noises. So I was like, I'm, I'm rejecting the, that stupid noise. Oh. Oh, fuck off. You're at a comedy club and I'm doing a joke. But like, it's like they take it literally, Mm, you know, mm. of a joke about wanking off my brother. And it's like, I've clearly never (laughs) wanked off my brother. (laughs) Never been intimate with my brother. Yeah. Like they're they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was like, can we come again? See, that's probably people who have actually wanked off their brother. They're just remembering. Uh, The dream. (laughs) Yeah. Of a very good looking brother. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I find, uh, yeah, like even some people are imagining that your joke means something far worse than you've meant it to mean. Yeah. But their imagination is so decrepit and horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have that many layers to my jokes. It's pretty like, <laughs> there's not really that much room for interpretation. It'll just be like, yeah, fuck old guys. Like there's not, I'm no... Uh, I don't know, Chappelle, like there's no <laughs> layers to it. So the, you find that pe- the audiences are touchy, because I find sometimes they're touchy on religion. Now, I don't do anything about, say, abortion or something like that. Are they yeah. touchy on those kind of subjects? Or? Yes, sometimes. Uh, I think as a woman, like, you get, get away with it more. Like, if a guy's talking about it, I don't really yeah, know any Yeah, I think it's probably not a subject matter for a fella, in a way. Yeah. It depends. Yeah, unless you're amazingly skilled. Yeah, I don't really know anyone, any guy that does it, but yeah. it, it's very like hit and miss. I, I used to have a lot more. I now have like one joke I do that gets the eh reaction, but in general, yeah, I'd say in general, uh, no, people don't love it. Mm. Which is weird, you know, we voted for it. And then everyone's like, oh, this don't what mention it. And it's like, there's, there was 20,000 posters yeah, yeah, on yeah. the street, like as they were out there. And then I'm doing a joke on the day that we passed it. And they were like, oh, too, too soon. And yeah. Like, what, are you, what are you talking about? Like, we j- Yeah, I'm amazed, actually, because I don't even, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm that edgy, but I do something about Jesus being very passive aggressive and God, I'm about God, there's an ad that God is doing but I just feel like, like and in Scotland I did it in the Edinburgh Festival and I never even thought about it and I came back then to Ireland and I went oh shit people just freeze when you start yeah. having a laugh at, yeah at Jesus yeah R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway well, we've spent most of this podcast just saying the Irish audiences are shit I know <laughs> just dragged you into my negativity <laughs> and all it is like half I'd say like I was god I've gone from all it is to half and now I'm gonna go 15% of it is like me you know like just like not being good but not willing to accept any blame on myself um but I think 85% is Irish audiences all right well good luck with your tour <laughs> <laughs> Um, but even like I, I have this like if people don't laugh, I'm so angry at them. But then when they do laugh, if they over laugh, I'm so angry too. I'm like that wasn't even that good. What do you? What like that wasn't even that funny. So when people are like, I think you're great, I'm like, don't respect you. And then when people are like, I think you're shit, I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I, I haven't figured out. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the middle ground. Well, um, well, what does an audience have to do for you to love them? you probably <laughs> yeah I guess financial <laughs> reward I don't know yeah I really don't know I've, I've yet to meet uh, no no one's no one's done it yet anyway mm-hmm. whatever the magic criteria is they haven't yeah. done it yet well actually do you know what yeah have you done any corporate gigs no oh, wait till you do them you'll really hate the audience but you'll get paid more probably. yeah yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be like a corp. I don't know if, if I'd ever be the act that people be like, oh yeah, that's a solid, that's a solid bet. Let's get her into LinkedIn. So she can <laughs> talk about her vagina. Are you going to go to Edinburgh then next year, is it? Not this year. I am, I am going this year, um, but it's I'm not bringing like my hour yet. So I'm doing like the, the AAA uh, late show oh, at okay. the Pleasance Courtyard. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, 11 p.m. That's, that's, that's all right, yeah very late who's on with you me and uh two english comedians yeah uh 
whose right. name? <laughs> <laughs> Great. No, Joe Hobbs and Lily Phillips. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited to do it um, for the whole run. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's exp- it's paid fringe, so it's fucking expensive. Um, yeah, you, you had to guilt my mother into lending me the. I mean, like, hopefully you make it back, but even just having that money up front. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I wanted to do Edinburgh with like the the hope of like getting something from it instead of just like doing it for a month uh, to get better, which a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought like paid fringe is the. Ah, uh, you get more notice. You get more chance of getting noticed. Yeah, that's that's what I think. Yeah. No basis for it thinking that. Didn't ask. It's possible. No, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, listen, thanks um, for having a chat. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, sure. I'll see you again anyway. I'll, I'll never see you again. <laughs> this is it forever. Oh, really? <laughs> you don't want to see me again. Okay. There's Marie's gone, and I went down to see her in the international, and uh, she's very good. A lot of uh, very ed- edgy, you know, edgy, edgy. Uh, but a lot of it, you know, a bit of audience inter- banter, interaction. Uh, very good, loved it. Uh, there was a bit of a, there was an arsehole in the audience, and she dealt with that really well as well. It was just stupid banter back, but uh, she dealt with that really well, and uh, yeah, so that was cool. Uh, well, you know, thanks for uh, listening. 99, got a hun- the 100th episode coming up, and uh, I'm going to be chatting to a few of my old pals. It being the 100th episode, I'm just going to have a chat with lads I worked with Patrick McDonald, Paul Woodfull, Paul Tylek, um as my uh, 100th episode. So, uh, hey, listen, I've got gigs coming up if you're still listening and all that. It's, uh, I'm, I'm in Whelan's with Patrick McDonald on the 21st of March and in the Dolman Theatre in Cornell's Court on the 22nd and 23rd of March and the 29th, I'm in Anderson's in Sligo with Patrick McDonald and then myself on my own. I'm in uh, City Limits in Cork on the 30th and uh, what else am I doing? I'm doing Pug Uglies in Belfast on the Thursday, the 4th of April, I think. And then on the 5th of April, I'm in Khalidi's. Am I? I think, yeah. Uh, Khalidi. In Khalidi. In Barrett's Bar in Khalidi, which is in Cork somewhere. <laughs> and uh, on the Sunday, the 7th, I'll be in Ballydehob in O'Brien's Bar. Very nice. And then on the 11th of April, I'll be in the Marine Bar in Bantre. Bantre. The Marine in Bantre. And on the 12th of April, myself and Patrick will be in the Music Spot in Greystones. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's enough, isn't it? That's enough of that crack, isn't it? So, uh, that's it, yeah. And, um... Had a great gig in Clears in, in Kilkenny. Thanks for everyone who came out to see myself and Patrick in Kilkenny. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back, uh, back uh, anyway in, uh, next week and then I'll, uh, I'll be talking to you then. So, listen, thanks a million, man. Ari, I see ya. I see ya, man.
haven't pot noodle now, so uh, I'll just return to that. Mm, pot noodle. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. 